Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 9, Episode 16. I'm Jack. I'm ASD. And Happy New Year, happy first and foremost. Year is it a Happy New Year, being a Spurs fan? I'm not sure if it is. But we're unbeaten in 2020, so you've got to take the positives, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we haven't won a game in 2020, but we, yeah. And that might not change anytime soon. Now, we were just chatting off there, and you said, I want to go in on some of the players. I'm so this is the worst. This is the worst team I've seen since I moved to London and since I've started going. I'm looking at players. I'm looking at the worst teams that I've ever seen. And I've just filtered my little sheet by uh, the Europa League and by League, <coughs> League Cup. And I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, there's none of these teams that wouldn't beat us now. I'm talking the Carl Norton side, though you know the Ruben Kazan, 20th of October 2011. Gomez, Basson, Walker. When Walker was young and, and even more of an idiot. Lennon, Rose, Livermore, Sandro, Carroll, Pavlichenko, Dos Santos, Defoe. That is a horrendous team. Would that would give us a game. That would, would give, give us, us a game. game. It would. It's it's awful. Now, yeah. honestly, it's awful, and it's it's even worse because we've got rid of one of the best managers in the business. And it's the players' fault, or it's, it's, there's a fault somewhere where we haven't refreshed and the players aren't playing. I've got all the stats now in front of me, so I've got how long the players have been here, how long their contracts do, and there's some that just stick out to me. Kane's on 200 grand a week, you can't argue with that. Contract until 2024, mm-hmm. fine, whatever. But then you have a look at Ndombele on 200 grand, is stealing a living, frankly. I know he's young, he has not done anything. Now, I'd, I'd actually like to talk a bit about Ndombele. So... He's barely played, right, yeah. so far. The games he's played in, <coughs> I don't think he's been as unbelievable no, no. as what people are saying. Oh, you don't think he's I been as... I think he's been, oh, I think he's been bang average, if I'm being totally honest. He's done some skills. But I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing I think, with you. I think the reason why people have seen him and gone, this guy's a player, is because he's been a, a 5 out of 10 for me, and everyone around him has been even worse. Like, he's actually controlled <coughs> the ball, he's controlled the ball and passed. Yeah. Which... It, that really, that that's all he's done. So I mean, for me, jury is massively still out on London. Bay, I right? totally agree. There's a lot of talk about you know this guy. We need to build the team around him. I am really, really, from what I have seen so far, I'm not convinced <coughs> whatsoever um, I, on him at all. But he's a young man, and he's he, he needs time to adapt. I I completely understand all of that. And completely understand. It's the going, we paid a lot of money for him. It's the going rate. There's potential in there, but. We, we were not a team that needed potential. We needed people who just come in and dominate. And we haven't seen that. Same with Lo Celso. Alderweireld, 150 grand a week. <coughs> Rolls-Royce of a player. Fantastic. He can stay tall. I'm happy we've given him a new deal. Um, I think with him, he, he's a player that he needs to... Uh, <coughs> as most centre-halves do, he needs a proper defensive midfielder in front of him. And I actually remember a, a few seasons ago him coming out and saying that he, was, he wasn't happy with our midfield. Yeah. Um, Remember at Southampton, he used to have, you know, Schneider and Amwanyong, he had two cities in front of him. When we were brilliant, he had Dembele and Manu. So he's always had two defensive midfielders in front of him to protect him a little bit. Because his only real weakness is, if you can isolate him 1v1 and run at him, yeah. you know, he's in trouble. I mean, the centre-halves that don't struggle with that are very few and far between, aren't they? Yeah. So but I'm pleased he's got a new deal. I think you still think he's got a lot to offer. Rolls-Royce will... will probably go down as one of the greatest players one of the greatest yeah, defenders yeah. we've ever had definitely yeah. top 100 yeah. player my problem with him is the thing that we are missing now is we are li- missing cohesiveness we're missing a plan I don't know what the Spurs plan is I think we're very easy to defend against because you just put three in midfield yeah. and five at the back and five at yeah. the back and we're so easy to play against and you have a look at all the teams who are doing it well <coughs> you have a look at Leicester Leicester had Robert Hooth and Wes Morgan <coughs> oh, you have got a bit of a cough haven't you sorry I might have to get some water Robert Huth and Wes Morgan, who just did the basics. Mm. They weren't doing long balls. They were just, they stopped you. Yeah. We're not doing that at the moment. I don't think that's necessarily his fault. Mm. But we don't have that plan. Son, uh, contract until 2024. I think he's our best player. I think he's our best player. Cannot question the guy's ability. No. If I was a manager setting a side up against Spurs, I'd be playing a 5-4-1 or 5-3-2 formation. Yeah. And I'd say, wind him up. So I, I wind think, him up I think this is way over-egged because of that whole I he's had more red cards he's had the, well the red card against Gomez wasn't a red card he didn't do it he didn't he was petulant but Rooney we've said this about Rooney for years and we, people loved it about Rooney so I'm not having this and then the one red card where he was stupid he did kick out but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as it was I, 
<laughs> he's our best player. I don't think he's like that really temperament. Oh, you can't, you, you cannot question the numbers, what he brings to a side. He's an absolutely fantastic player. But there's something niggling away at me there. I, I'm not quite sure you know what, what I mean? it is. My, my criticisms of Sun are, <coughs> for me, for a player of his quality, he doesn't, he doesn't get enough goals for me. And that might sound harsh, but he has, in a game that Spurs play half decent, he'll have three chances. And he usually takes one. Tell you what I like about him is he's he's very selfish. He does take he more is. shots. Like Kane has half the amount of shots he takes per game. This is five years ago. I, he could be more accurate, but at least he's taking the. He's having a go. I I'm, I understand he's not perfect. Yeah, but, I mean, there aren't there are very few players that are. He's an excellent player. Now, he wouldn't be one that I would have top of the list of let's get rid. However, if a big bid came in for him, really, I'll be tempted. It's controversial. I'd be very, very tempted. You look at the guy's age as well. What is it, 27? 27. This is sort of the most he's ever going to go for. You know, if we kept him for another three years and then so you wouldn't get Who anywhere near. Who do you replace him with? Well, that's the question, isn't it? But I know, I know if someone come with 150 million, Daniel Levy would be thinking all... Oh, 150 million, that'd know, be mental. Or even 100, to be honest. I think he'd be it's looking at that money. thinking. We, but it, imagine, imagine I gave you a brief that said, right, I need a left-footed and right-footed player with unreal pace who can play out wide or can get in the box he's not a striker Mourinho no, said he's that not, he's not a striker he's not I yeah mean, and he's uh, like I said you cannot, you cannot question the guy's ability he's fantastic Delhi 2024 my favourite player at the moment I, he's revived when he's bad he's bad but when he's good there's yeah. no one else like him in he's, the Premier League he gets he gets absolutely slaughtered in, uh, you know on fans on Twitter but I think as well with Delhi, he, he's not a kind of player that is going to get on the board and dominate a game. He's not no. that type of midfielder. He's the type of player that's going to make those runs and get you the goals, that's and get it. you the numbers. That's exactly it. He's under Poch a lot last season. He was asked to play central midfield. He's asked to play that role against Middlesbrough. It's not it's his. Not his it's job. not his game. No. It's not his game at all. Um, he's actually his best when he doesn't have the ball and it, he's just making runs in behind. That's when he's so dangerous. Absolutely. It reminds me of when we used to play Modric on the wing. Is yeah. you take a world class talent and just give him the wrong job. A fish can't climb trees. Yeah. And I think the reason that he's been asked to do that position a lot over the last 18 months is because you, the, the managers, Jose and Poch, know that if they ask him to do something, he'll do it. Mm. And I think sometimes those kind of players, it almost goes against them. Like James Milner's another one, like yeah. going for a battle like Phil Neville. You know, them type of players that you're like, everyone moans about them most of the time, but they actually really do a Build job. Build your team on those yeah. players. For Tongan, 32 now. So. Get rid. Get ri- end of the season, get rid. I would, not give, would not give him... He's got lead in his boots. I love the man. He's been such a brilliant player for us. Absolutely fantastic player. Um, but you've got to realise when a player's done. And it, he's, he's, he, he's, he's done. done. He's done. He really is. The, I think that if we hadn't have had the winners where we haven't signed players and all of that, I think he probably would have gone by now. But just given that... We haven't been able to bring anyone else in. It's been a case of he might be able to do a job for us. We'll, I, we'll come on to the other centre-backs, but I'm, I'm with you. And if he doesn't want to sign a contract now, just get rid of him now in January. I mean, just loan him His out. His contract's and... out, isn't it, at the end this of the is, season. Yeah. So, I mean, he's 32. Even if we gave him another year, I mean, he's not going to play. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. one of them that I just think absolutely amazing. Would not have a bad word to say about him. I mean, he will actually go down as one of my favourite Spurs players yeah. that I've watched. It's been sensational for us. Definitely. Proper modern day centre half. But he's been with us since twenty twelve as yeah. well. You've, you've just you've got to know. We say this all the time, don't we? That like uh, we as fans, we're too emotional, and that you, we need to be a little bit more robotic. If he was playing for another team, you'd be saying he's he's, he's done. He's, he's done. Yeah. It reminds me of when we got Gallas or when we got Nelson. It's just it's they even were great. Li- there's even time. a little bit like Ledley. Yeah. You know, that last year, it was a little bit like, oh... You need to... J- like, James Dean, Marilyn Monroe, they died at the peak of their game, so you'll remember them as heroes forever. Like, that, that's the way it is. Good die young. Good die young. Hugo Lloris, club captain, been with us since 20, 2012. He's with us till 2022, when he'll be 34, 30, 35, 36. I, 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 I'm got... Like, he's lost... He used to be a sweeper keeper. Do you remember that he used to run out? It was out. crazy. It was, it was absolutely ridiculous. crazy. The guy like, there would be camera shots where the goal wouldn't be in shot, but Lloris would be. He's changed that, and he does make mistakes. But there's no keeper on earth who does make mistakes. David yeah. de Gea makes mistakes. He's one for me, um, Hugo. That he he's not an elite goalkeeper. I'd say he's a, he's a very Anymore. good. I'd say he's a very good goalkeeper. I think he was top three a few years ago. Do you think? Absolutely. For me, he's always just just been outside that. 
it's a position that long term we need, we're going to need to go and get yeah. a quality goalkeeper. Just the way Liverpool have done. The difficulty is whether or not we have the money. It's a position that we will need to strengthen, but for me right now, it's not our ultimate priority. Yeah, um, there are areas that are more alarming. I think maybe in 12 months' time, it might be a case of we need a, we need new keeper. We need a stellar keeper. Uh, need and it, if someone comes available in the summer, you know, there's a lot of talking on Black Atletico, which I think obviously that would be incredible, but I just couldn't see it. That's the kind of goalkeeper. Uh, what I, the, the route I don't want us to go down is, oh, we'll go and get a Jordan Pickford. Do you know what I mean? A, just a, another sort of box-standard goalkeeper. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and so I, we'll need to improve any time. I think it's the cheapest position to buy the best as well. Yeah. You know, like strikers are more expensive yeah. as are creative midfielders. Yeah, like 50, 60 million will get you an unreal keeper. keeper. Yeah. And that, that will buy you more points than a great striker mm. will relative to that value. Yeah. Musa Sissoko... I, He's my least favourite player. First name on the team sheet at the moment for me. Unbelievable. It, it, can't pass, really can't shoot. What's the point of None that? of them can. <laughs> None of them can no, at the moment. I mean, really, what, what is his job? If he can't pass and he can't shoot, what is the point of it? But, I mean, we know that he's not a particularly good footballer, right? In terms of those things that you've talked about Mate, there. In terms he's not of, a good footballer. In terms of... But how many players have there been over the years that aren't technically that great, but just effective? Look at Adama Traore at Wolves. He's not particularly good football. He's just very effective with what he's got. Do you not think and he's I good think, footballer? Not particularly. He can score a goal. I think if I don't, I think technically he's not that great. And I think Sissoko's in that same bracket. But what Sissoko does bring, he brings energy, he brings power, he drives with the ball, and he's the only central midfielder that we've got. Undenbele does it a little bit, but when he does have the ball, he can carry it 40, 50 yards. I totally agree. That's what he's good at. And I know that's a very limited amount of quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think at the moment, given how much we are struggling in the centre of the park, for me, he's in there. That's exactly my point, is... I don't disagree. I agree with you, mm. but I think it's a, it's a massive showcase of where we are now. Oh, definitely. I've, that he yeah, is a first definitely. name. Like being energetic and strong and being able to move forward with the ball is the bare minimum we should expect. And it, it this is, he exemplifies exactly what's wrong with Spurs at the moment. It, if he was in the room, <coughs> I'd feel awful saying this because he's trying his absolute best and he is he is peaking. And I I love him for his effort. I just. He's not good enough to be playing for a team that went to the Champions League final yeah. and were challenging well, I would for the say, league. He has improved in in those technical areas. I mean, final third, atrocious, but I don't expect anything. But what he has got better at is knowing that he's not good, which yeah. might sound stupid. No, 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 but no, it's a good point. I remember a few seasons ago, he was picking the ball up off the back foot and trying like 50-yard diagonals and you're thinking, what? Yeah, you're not Michael Dawson, you know, yeah. what are you doing? Um, whereas now he does seem to just... No, you know what? I'm just going to give it to somebody yeah, yeah. who's a little bit better than me. So if you want a midfielder that's going to control a game, you need a player that knows how to shoot and pass, right? It's, it's, it's decision-making. It's, it's decision-making. decision-making. Lucas Mora. We're going down in order of salary they, just just because. Mora's on 80 grand. He's contracted until 2024. Excellent player for me, Lucas Mora. Again, he's another one. He gets a lot of... A lot of st- he's a very, very unpredictable player. Yeah. And for me, the, the only kind of player in the Premier League that I see that's similar to him is Zaha. That he can get the ball, he can beat four or five men and bang, top corner, but then give him an open goal and he'll, he'll blaze it wide. Like he's, he's a very, very inconsistent player, but for me, he's one of those guys that he can produce you that moment of magic. He can go past the man, and I, I do think with Spurs at the moment, we've only got two players really, Son and Lucas, that can go yeah. past someone, one v one, and when teams sit in against us, you've got to be able to produce yeah. something like that to, to create your overload so it, it, it's good for me I think he's been a really good signing we got him pretty cheap um, scores goals like popped up again against Middlesbrough with an important goal Man like, United was you know he came off the bench I think to score yeah. last year I, I think he's a good bench player I just yeah. I don't know where he plays is he a right I, I actually I, I like him when he's freed up and playing centrally and he can just sort of go anywhere I think yeah. if he's on one side he often tends to drift and ends up in areas where you think, oh, your right winger shouldn't be there, and then we lose it, and there's a tip. So I like him in the centre of the pitch. So we um, could play a four-four-two. He could be a second striker. He he's not, off. Yeah, yeah, because he's not a central attacking midfielder. In which case, he would be pushing Delhi out. Which and Delhi's at his best is better than Mora mm. uh, at his best. And he, he's in a bit of danger for me of going becoming the new Danny Rose, where actually you remember him for one moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that Mora and Sun long term will be Mourinho. Players, I think yeah, he'll look yeah, at that, yeah. and and I said this after, when Jose first came in after the couple of wins that we had. 
the way that we've been playing, excluding the last couple of games, where we've just sort of been gun home, we've been scoring loads of goals. He doesn't want to play like that, and we won't play like that under him. He wants to be a side that, like the the buying away game that we had, right, where we lost, was it 2-1 or 3-1? Yeah. And we sat in really, really deep, and we contained them, but we could not keep the ball. We were horrific with yeah. the ball. That's how he wanted to play, but he just wants us to be better with it. Yeah. Where we can sit in, we can be compact, and at the moment we can't keep clean sheets, so we can't play like that. If, he, if we can figure out a central midfielder that can take the ball and deal with the ball in difficult That's areas, it. which we haven't got at the moment, That's and a defensive midfielder, someone that can get about people, win tackles, be aggressive, will then be able to be that counter-attack side. Imagine playing on the break with Son and Lucas White. Yeah, no. You know, that, it's devastating. Lamella and Dombele is meant to be that player, I yeah. think. And I think he can do it. I think he can, he can break free and then... And move forward and I think he's got a good pass in him but I like Lucas more and I, I, I feel sorry for him a lot of the time because he does get a lot of stick um, he he's one of those players I can understand why fans find him frustrating but he takes risks when he's got the ball he will yeah. never ever ever just lay it off he will yeah. always try the the crazy pass which when it when it works amazing yeah I'm, I'm mixed he's a bench player for me um, but I'm, I would happy mm. I'm happy with him at the club Lamella never delivered Never delivered. If we're being harsh, if we're going factual, what has he done? He brings energy and he brings passion, my, my, and I like that. My, my issue... So in terms of if pure ability, first <coughs> and foremost, I don't think you can question him. Because I've seen him do things on a football pitch that I think... I, I genuinely do not know how you've done that, how you've seen that. Yeah. Remarkable. Mate, his through balls, his crossing, are unbelievable. He doesn't play. He does not play. And this is the thing that's so infuriating about him. He's 27 years old now. He hasn't played. He's been with us for what? Is that six years? This is six since he was 21. He has not played. He hasn't had a run of 15, 20 games where he's played and he's looked decent. And it's the same every year. The season is brilliant in pre-season. season starts. Starts at a really, really good level. And you think, here we go. Injury. And then you don't see him again until Easter. So the... The problem there is, he's never fit. And this has been my issue with Ndombele as well so far. It's like, Mm. uh, you've seen glimpses that look great, but like you have to be consistent. You have to be able to play 90 minutes. You have to be able to play for four or five months at a time and play well to be considered a decent player. So, ability, brilliant. And you come on against Middlesbrough. Yeah. I know it's Middlesbrough granted excellent yeah. really really good and he does always seem to be the player that when he comes off the bench he does do something he does create opportunities but it's so few and far between with the minutes he plays it's so frustrating he, he, he rem- someone told me once you know you have a look at sprinters and you have a look at like marathon runners sprinters when they're at the starting line will, all of them will be 100% there'll be no niggling injury yeah. whereas long distance runners will always have some sort yeah. of injury he I get the feeling he is a, he's a bit weaker in the same way Sturridge is. Sturridge could have played 10... Sturridge is my most disappointed player of last decade, for me, because he could have been 10 times a player he is if he just played through a few things. We don't know. I just... You wonder if Ndombele is that bracket as well. Potentially. You know, right? is he one that... And, and again, without knowing all the ins and outs, it's very, very hard. And to be honest, we're still... It's never really been clear what injuries Lamella suffered from either. Because yeah. there were some rumours that he had a hip, hip, hip yeah. injury. Then it was there were some problems with his like, nerves yeah. and stuff. And we, I mean, that kind of thing is like... It's not like pulling a muscle, right? No. Where it can get... You can fix it. It's yeah. like... So without knowing the detail, it's difficult to judge, but... Very, I think Lamella's probably the most frustrating player I've ever seen at Tottenham. Yeah, because if, if you could get 30 league games out of him a season, I think you've got a real <coughs> player there. But we've waited six years. That's it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, come on. He's, yeah, he's one of those players where if you had a smaller squad, he'd start every time. It's like he could have been in that Leicester team and been, not Mares, but he could have just had his starting position and yeah. been really effective. If you play in a team that plays the way he plays, he's incredibly effective. Yeah. We're too dynamic for him, I think. And so he can go. Ericsson, if he moves to. So Ericsson at times was the best player I've ever. One of the best players I've ever seen. You've loved him, haven't you? I've loved him. I loved him before. I loved him at Ajax. I really have. And this, the way this has fizzled out, if he goes to Inter, will be the biggest, most underwhelming decision he'll ever make. Mm. Inter, top of Serie A, but they're not going to win anything. Like Juventus are the big team. He might triple his wages, but he'll just. Move to Milan for no reason. I, d- I don't get. I that. think the di- I think the difficult. There's two parts to this, right? He's a player that publicly in the summer said I want to leave. Yeah. Right. And I, 
you know what, I was fair enough when he came out and said that. But if you're going to come out and make a public statement like that, you've got to go. Yeah. You know, like, and he really put himself in a difficult position. He's too far gone now, I suppose, in my opinion. There's still a player in there, but I don't think that you would that, no. that, that player at Spurs would ever come back. I think he's, he, he's Mate, too far gone. I would gone. be disappointed if he signs a new contract. But the, the other side you've got to look at it is... I actually think he has been quite professional with it all, which again might sound quite controversial. He hasn't refused to play, he hasn't refused to train, you know, he's kept yeah. his head down, he hasn't, as far as we're aware, he hasn't caused any issues in no. the change of all of that. It is time, it's time for him to, the club and him to part ways 100%, and really that should have been done in the summer. But I sympathise a little bit with him I'm from with the you. position that he's. His agent has probably said to him in the summer, look, it's Madrid's done. Yeah. He's then been asked questions, look, yeah, look, I'm, I want to go, thinking that Madrid deal's going to happen, and then it hasn't happened. Yeah. And he's like, Christ, I've got to stay now. What, what am I going to do? Yeah. He hasn't played particularly well this season. He's had glimpses where actually he's done pretty well, like the Brighton game. He'd come on, created the goal. Well, that Alice, you know, like, well. he's... So, to be honest, I would say he's probably contributed more than any of the other midfielders this season, which, again tells you where we're at at the moment um, it's, it's just time it's just one of them things it's run its course brilliant for us we've been brilliant for him Yeah. it would be strange for him to end up at Inter I do agree with that, that it's... <coughs> he's been poor for 18 months Yeah. He'd, he should be one you ever look at David Silva and that is the highest of highs Iniesta, Xavi, whatever he should be controlling that final yeah. third he doesn't he for, doesn't for me the, where I really sort of Lost the love for Ericsson was the Champions League final because oh, I was like massively. that was his game, like that Liverpool just sat in defending, saying what have you got, and that was his kind of game to just get on the ball and be like I'm going to win the Champions Go League. Go to a 12 year know. old in Denmark and you say you're going to be one of the best creative players in the world. You're going to be in the Champions League final, a goal down, nothing to lose. What are you going to do? Are you going to just hide? Yeah. Or are you going to go for yeah. it? And he hid. Uh, Serge Aurier, worst player I've ever seen at Spurs. Like, really, the worst player I've ever seen. Cracking cross for the goal, though. He's got a cross in him. Cracking cross. One out of every two, but Um, everything else is dreadful. Positioning is dreadful, not as fast as you thought. Awful defender, red card in him, mistake in him. Honestly, dreadful. I don't know why we let Trippier go. He is is poor. I I, I still stand by the decision that we made the right thing in, in getting rid of Trippier. I think that, again, that was a player that was like, I don't want to be here anymore. You reckon? It's like... I think it's hard, if a player doesn't want to play for you, it's hard to keep them. Yeah. The mistake we made was not getting the replacement. That was the error. If we'd have gone out and bought a, a right-back... Well, Walker-Peter should have been that, right? You should have a senior and a, back and a youth coming through, and neither are good enough. Yeah. But, and again, we, we don't know the ins and outs. From conversations that I have heard about, we did try to go after right, but we couldn't get the, deal, the, yeah, yeah. the right deals done. So I think that was the error, not necessarily the sell. Aurier... Yeah, he's been a very, very frustrating player, isn't he? The, he's the, dreadful. The thing, the, the thing that baffles me is he just he doesn't learn. That's what's frustrating. It's like, you know, it, it must be on the training ground being like, look, when this situation happens, this is where you've got to be. Like, when you get the ball, this is what you need yeah. to do. And he, he gets it wrong so many times. He can put a decent cross in, though, the guy. You've got to give him that. But, again, he's another one. I want someone who can defend the first. Yeah. That's yeah. his job. But the, 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 defense is, the defense and the midfield are the real problem areas. Massive for problem. Us, you know. well, let's talk about the Celso. I would like to see him made permanent. I quite like him. I think I yesterday like him. was good, whatever it was, day before yesterday. He, we haven't seen enough of him. But if he just says, right, we're getting rid of Lamella and we're going to sign the Celso, I'd say fine. Like, I'm, it's still, difficult to say anything. I'm still not sure whereabouts he plays yet. Because um, yeah. he's come on and, and been told to go in a more advances. For me, he looks like a central midfielder that he just wants the ball. Yeah. Not not a Modric, but you know that kind of player that's happy to be in defensive midfield but not necessarily yeah. be defensive minded. He, he can take the ball, he can go past the man. He's very, very composed. Like He's not yeah. stressed if sides press him or anything like that. I like the look of him. Probably haven't seen quite enough yet. No. Disappointed with him against Norwich because he got a chance to start. Norwich. That was such a was, messy game, and though. And it was a shocking game. What do you it, was look a, at, it was a Sunday league game, that. But you had three or four players standing in the same position. Ericsson and La Celso were doing the, trying to do the same thing. With but I, I, I like the look of La Celso. He's, he's young as well. Like, uh, I, think, I think that there's a player in there. Yeah. But again, it's like, <coughs> why, have we, why have we not seen more of him so far, given how bad we are in midfield? Yeah. Why is he barely... Do you know what I mean? I just feel yeah, like yeah. maybe there's something else going and on This there. is the problem with Ericsson. You would have hoped that Ericsson or... 
Delhi should be leading that line and then you have someone who just pops in substituted for or plays against a Norwich in that position where you go this is what they do you go do that and I think that, don't well, have you, that. you mentioned Delhi and Ericsson in the same bracket there and I think that that's a bit that's the problem for Delhi is that when Ericsson doesn't play he's sort of expected to do that Ericsson role and it's like well, he, I'm and not he can't sa- quite do you I'm know what I mean I'm saying he is that creative midfielder I'm saying they would occupy the same area of the pitch yeah. right because uh, he is behind Harry on the edge of the box right which is where um, Sanchez, 23. He's been with us two years now, nearly three. He's on not much. He's only on 65 grand, so I'd, he's cheaper. Like if you think Endombele is on 200 grand, yeah. he's on three times as much. Actually, Sanchez and he he was brought in to be better than he is. I think. Yes, I mean, I think we, I think he's a good centre half. I, I think actually he's think good. I think this season he's been he's been much better. Um, he's 23. He needs time. You know, he needs games. If he if he can have a few seasons, if the next two three years he plays consistently alongside Alderweireld, he'll become a real real top centre back. I think so. Um, I, I I like him. I think he's one. I'll, I'll I'll be really disappointed if we got rid of him. I think it, he's one definitely. He's a lot for me. He's a long term player. I totally definitely. agree. If if we were to sell him to a Premier League club, he wouldn't go above us though, would he? Assuming we're fourth. He wouldn't go City, he wouldn't go Chelsea, he wouldn't go Liverpool. City would take him in a heartbeat at the moment. You reckon? At the moment, yeah. Oh, yeah, just for that yeah. situation. Sessegnon, we just haven't seen him. It's hard to say anything no. about him. But no one knows where he's playing. There's, we know there's a player in there because he's shown it. And we've seen glimpses already, yeah. in, even in the Spurs shirt in the limited games that he's had, that, that there's a player there. Um, again, 19 years old. You know, Think about what child. you were like when you were 19. I was like, an idiot. You know, imagine you know, being that kind of environment, all that money, the pre- all of, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's difficult. Um, I think that Jose is still not quite sure what his best position is. He's played left wing a few times. He's played wing back the last couple of games. He's not a left back for me at all. Um, but, you, you, know, you know, you never know what these players are going to evolve into. Who would have predicted what Gareth Bale would end up becoming? So, you know, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. don't know, do you? When you're most sad time shouldn't be at the club anymore, he's broken. He's, he's like super he's young. He's only 28 as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, How has that happened? But he's broken. He needs to go. There's another one. He peaked. Had that last... Him and Dembele, that, they peaked that at, that, at that time. Um, and that's the thing, is managing the peak, right? It's, it's all about how do you all manage the peak of these, these players before it plateaus and then you, you start to bring the new people in. We peaked and we did not bring the new people yeah. in. And that's, that's our massive And I think thing. the difficulty as well is... If you the master's Ferguson, right? He's the master of yep. creating sides and all that, and yep. he would never have more than probably one or two players peaking at the same time. Do you know what I mean? He'd yeah. always have a, 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 a the smoothest transition of a player's just starts to climb, but the next one yep. now is at the top of their game. Whereas with us, they all sort of peaked at the same time, yep. and they're all declining at the same rate as well. So the difficulty is that we don't then have that new guy coming yeah. in to take the place like you say about Sanchez it probably should be him now stepping him. in it should be not, not quite there yeah. do, you, do you know what I mean that's, that's been the difficulty let's talk about Eric Dyer I think we're going to have an argument here he's 25 I, I think he's been dreadful again for two years I don't know what he does anymore he's not a defender he's not a defensive midfielder he's too slow too t- he doesn't play it forward I, I think there was a time when he was perfect for Pochettino in that really dynamic role I think he's just lost now I still feel like he has something to offer us. I still think, and he probably weighs considerably less than I do, I still feel like he looks a bit heavy. I think so too. Um, He probably only weighs about 10 and a half stone or something ridiculous, (laughs) but he still looks like he he can't get about as well as he was doing 18 months ago. So you feel like that's something that, you know, he can get, he should be able to get that back. He's 25, you know, that should be no issue. Um, He has been poor. You know, you know, there's not really one player that can say the last season that they've been at a good level. I still think with Dyer that he's a centre half. I've always said it, especially now that he doesn't have as much mobility. I've always thought his best position was right side of a back three. Yeah, it's always yeah. been his best position in my in my view. Um, but yeah, he's he's one that if we sold him, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like absolutely devastated. But I'd be like, oh, actually, if we're gonna. If there's someone out of the players we've talked about there that I think can still resurrect what they had a couple of years ago, he's one for me that I think he can get it back. One arm that you know, there's a few of them that you just think diet could be brilliant. I think. Imagine a midfield three of him with uh, Ndombele, so they're both clearing up. Ndombele moves it forward, Delhi in front of him, then you got three in front of him. Could be brilliant. He's only 25, and he's just. I think 
maybe he's just lacking that plan. We know Pochettino wasn't the best tactically, frankly, and Mourinho should be. I hope he's not, he's not past it now. If we have, this is your role, you just do that, yeah. then maybe it's and, not crowning And, and to be honest, when he has been good, um, especially when he's played in midfield, it's been, it's been because there's somebody alongside him, and I keep saying this, that can take the ball. And like him and Dembele were fantastic, weren't yeah. they, for that year when they played centre midfield together? Um, and Dembele was the man, wasn't he? He was coming and getting it, you can't take the ball off yeah, me. Yeah. Winks doesn't quite no, 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 do we'll that do, role. We'll talk about Winks um, so I think with Dyer, he needs somebody alongside him that. You know that he's actually pretty good at football, yeah. which I know again sounds ridiculous, but like at the minute you'd be talking about pairing him with Sissoko, and we know what Sissoko's limitations. If you, if Dyer and Sissoko, your central midfielders, you're you're, you're 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 going direct, aren't yeah. you? Do you? You know, there's there's no yeah, way yeah. around it. And again, he's one of them players. I, he gets caught on the ball a lot, but again, for me, that that's not massively what his game is all about. And I, it's, yeah, I like I like him. Everyone that listens to the podcast knows yeah, that I'm yeah. a big fan of him. Just the type of player that he is. Um, you, there's still a player in this, but you don't captain England if you're not a decent player. And he's captained England is before. He? Captained England before. Not top of game. Um, Danny Rose been with us since 2010. I think he's past it. I don't think he's a particularly brilliant defender, and he can't take anyone on. I love the man. I love his passion. Um, I just think he's gone. I'll give him a new deal. No, I'm joking. Oh. Um, yeah, again, again, another one has been really, really good for us, but he's oh, just finished, finished player. You know, like he, his game was all about power, aggression, and being, being a front foot defender. Yeah. And since his injuries and that, it's obviously been difficult for him to get back to that level. And he's ended up now having to be a defender that's more on the back foot, and his game's about position. And we know that's he's not, not Danny Rose. No. It says a lot that in the summer we pretty much said someone, anyone can come and take him. Watford were the only side that came in for him. It sort yes. of says a lot, doesn't it? And he knows, again, again, I can take in the Spurs hat off. I sympathise with the guy a little bit. If you're on 60 grand a week somewhere and you've still got another 18 months of that left, two years left of that, someone else comes in and says, at a much lower level and says, well, we're going to pay you 40. You're not going to go. You're not going to go. Why would, why would you? Um, Sorry. But yeah, again, another one, one of the best left backs I've seen play for Spurs. Like, you, you know, if you think we about been it, of left backs, and he's been there for nine years, really. Yeah, left back you know, he's been. He had a, a couple of seasons where he was the best left back in the country, by a country yeah, mile. We had the two best by a country mile. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just it's it's t- time, time to go, Danny. Unfortunately, go, and given as well his off the field struggles. I still think it's absolutely amazing that he'd been able to yeah. get himself back and you know play football at the highest level. It, that in itself is a fantastic achievement, but he's just not quite at that level anymore. Yeah. I'm a massive fan of Ben Davis. We'll agree on this one. There's, I'm Solid, consistent, very, very rarely see him have a bad game. Yeah. Never, ever gives the ball away. Excellent in the final third at crossing. He will be he'll be he'll be a Jose left back. I'm, oh, definitely. I'm completely certain on that. I've watched a lot of him for Wales as well. Wales, our team is is not good. Or as it, well, it is it's a good team, but it's not made up of players you would expect to see playing the Champions yeah. League. And so he has to play a very he's quite a senior, yeah. talented player and he does that. I, he he could be captain material for me. For me he's just strong. He can defend mentally. as well, can't he? Can he? Like, he can defend. He's he's Mr. Reliability. And when you talk about players you just want to rely on to do their job, we haven't got many, he does it. You he's Gary Neville for me and I love him. He's one of those <coughs> Ben Davis, he's not the biggest, but it, it feels like, like oh, you wouldn't want to get into a scrap with him. No. Do you know Welsh. what I mean? Like, I reckon he just knows how to whip people. He's one yeah. of them that like he's quite snipe, but yeah, it give you a dig in the ribs and you feel it. Now, Harry Winks, I, I think you're expecting for me and you to have a fight about this. I am... Real Madrid, he played really well. Sensational in that game. Unbelievable. Has not developed at all. No, it's... At all. I'm not, I'm not anti-Winks at all. I'm not anti-Winks. Um, I, just, I just feel that if we're a side that want to be competing for the real top trophies, you're going to struggle with Winks as your central midfielder for... 38 league games yeah. I think I've always said this for me he's a good squad player to have and you'll do well to find better options off the bench as a central midfielder yeah. but I, yeah, I'm just not I'm not that I don't think he's, I don't think his passing's that great um, no. he can take the ball in tight areas but oh, <coughs> more, more often than not we do get caught out 
Um, he's a talented player. He's a decent. He's a decent central midfielder, and he's one that I wouldn't be in any rush to get rid of him. He obviously loves playing for Spurs as yeah. well, which is a big thing. It yeah. is a. It is a thing that. Um, but he he can't be your go-to central midfielder. No. And again, there's been a lot of games this season where teams have just sat in against us, and you think, like, this is a winks game, and. Yeah, no, I know. It you, you, doesn't doesn't well, quite do it. You look at Liverpool, who are the model team at the moment. They've they've become unbelievable because when. when Klopp came in, they were just a team on the break. Now they, they're so flexible. They dominate, they're, don't they're they? Unbelievable. Yeah. Their captain is the centre of the park, a guy who can ping balls, who controls it. That's what you need from the centre mm. of the park. That's not what he does. He's not, quite, he's not doing what Modric does. Obviously, massive boots to fill, but he's not setting up the next goal. He, there's just, he's a wall to me. He just, you can mm. kick it to him and you know where it's going to go and you just, you just leave it there. It's not good enough. It's, uh, for me, he's, <coughs> a, um, he's an international player, Harry Winks, where, and, champ- yeah. and, and European player, where the game is that little bit slower or when there is a press on, the intensity is so high. And that's what he, what he can do is he can get about people pretty well. Yeah. Um, and we've seen him in the Champions League have really, really good games against sides. But I do think that there are teams that start to go after him a little bit, like buying. That the horrific game at White Hot Lane absolutely killed him in the centre of the park. They really went for him, yeah. and he couldn't handle it. But for me, he's one definitely keep him. I wouldn't, be, I, you know, I wouldn't be saying let's get rid, but he's not. This is the. You know. t- what do you think? How what? many sides in the top four starting elevens in the top six would he get in? I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know if he would. You mid- know? For me, you, the most talent should be in your, in, your, in the centre of the park because yeah. that's where they've got the, they've got more influence than anyone yeah. else. And you have a look, he's 23. You have a look at the difference in Kane when he was 20 or 21 to 23. That's what mm. I would have expected from Winks. Mm. And I know Kane's an anomaly, but it's not good enough. But sometimes, you know, there's, you see it with a lot of these players, don't you? They, they come out of nowhere at 1920 and they're an unknown quantity and everyone's like, wow, this player's brilliant. And then he's not, he's not a bad player. And for me, he's just become a, a, a pretty decent Premier League centre midfielder. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's just, I think, what the level he's he, at. He could be just another Tom Carroll, go to Swansea and just be a nice, neat pass for the ball, which doesn't mm-hmm. set you on fire. It's, it's when you've got such a limited amount of space for 11 players on a pitch, I think he takes up too much space, yeah. frankly. But I do think that he offers something that is worth keeping, keep you know, especially yeah. in games where you're winning and you need to keep the ball, especially your tough away games. Like, I, I, I do think that he can offer something, but yeah. Three left. Juan Foyth, he's only 21. He's, only, he's the central midfielder, the defensive midfielder that we don't know we have. You reckon? I've been, I've been saying this for so long. This is a guy, he's a centre-half. He possesses all the, all the skills of an attacking player, but yet he's actually quite a decent centre-half. It makes yeah. no sense. He's, he's a lot like what Kirikez was, right? In that he's quite a flamboyant, risk-taking centre-half. Yeah. But most of the risks he takes actually work. Like I can't think of too many times where he's been... Where he's absolutely killed us and given the ball away in a crazy area. Like yeah. he, he uses the ball where we can go past him out and he's pretty good in the air. I'm not convinced of him as a centre back purely for his physique. Yeah, yeah, he's a, I just, it's uh, a child. At he's the very, very slight, isn't he? And he's yeah, not I mean, a right back either. He's definitely not a right no, back. I, I, I feel like he's, he's got the skills that he could actually do a job playing just in front of that back four, taking the ball. Yeah. Passing forward, whether or not we we see him in that position, I, I'd be very surprised if we do at any point. We've we've got two players left, so Carl Walker Peters, maybe not good. He's twenty two, not good enough. Gazaniga, I didn't realise he was twenty eight, like but great backup keeper. I think I think you'll do well to find a better backup keeper in the Premier League than him. Okay, like, I agree. He is really really solid keeper. And yeah. He's come in whilst Loris has been out injured. He's made one or two errors, but he's not. You no know, more than any other keeper, and, and he's not made any absolute stinkers. I mean, there's been the odd goal. We think, oh, he probably should be, he maybe should have saved that. But he's not done anything. No. He's not given goals away. Do you know what I mean? So again, well, he, he's he's one he's he, one to keep. Definitely. Did he come out and boot or miss when he came out? And oh, kicked Alonso it? to come out and kick him in the face, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> so aside from that, yeah. So, but my point is, that's our squad. There are far too many players there where we said he can do a job. We don't have a starting eleven where they are the best in their position where they are owning it like you have a look at any of the top six they've all got a plan they've all got a squad built around people doing specific roles we could have that but we don't because people don't perform or they're off or they've peaked and it, it's a complete mess and it will take years to sort this out I'm, I'm furious like, I'm genuinely furious I gave up my season tickets 
before the start of last season, so I missed a year and a half after waiting for seven years. Yeah. I don't miss him at all. I thought I'd miss him dreadfully. Like I've, I was really sad when I had to give him up because I was moving. I didn't have a choice. But now I'd love to. I'd love to sit near you, go and watch Spurs. I'd like it for us to be awful or I'd like for us to be great we're, yes. we're in the middle and it, that's the worst thing it's just nothing and I think the difficulty and the frustration at the moment is we have the odd good game still at the moment that's and it's like right burning. here we go um, but I think you've got you've got to be a bit realistic and you've got to look at you know, all those players we've talked about the ages the contracts all that you, we, knew, we knew when Pochettino was sacked we all said it's not a managerial issue it's not you know like yeah. Pochettino himself said didn't he he said Multiple times, I need to rebuild. It's going to be hard. We need to be patient, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And I'm still annoyed at the Pochettino sacking. I'm yeah. still happy at the Mourinho appointment, which might sound a bit strange, but like you know, mm-hmm. like I'm happy we got Jose. I think that's. I think that was a good move. I would have kept Poch if it had been up to me, but it's not. So we just got to be patient, you know. I think you've got to give Jose this window and the summer um, as an absolute bare minimum. This yeah. this season is an absolute right off. Done. It's a write-off. The only thing that you can say is that there are a lot of other sides that are in similar periods that we're in, that they're transitioning, they're, the consistency's shocking. Who? Arsenal, Chelsea, Arsenal new manager, mess. United. There's a lot of these sides that... So we're going to be competing with them now. I think we are. Oh, think... yeah. So you have a look at Lamar now, we're linked with Ziyech from Ajax. Now, Pete, they've got more money than us. I think what maybe they haven't got is... The, the Jose factor yeah. and you know there are plenty of players out there that would want to come and play for him there yeah. are um, we talk about this brilliant stadium the training facilities coming and living in London it's all very attractive stuff I think that for a player like Ziyech not that I think that's what we need if he comes to Tottenham he knows he's going to be playing Yeah. whereas if you go in at Chelsea are you? yeah yeah I don't know you know they've got exceptionally talented Callum Hudson-Odoi doesn't play him yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they've got players that are brilliant but don't get a game. So why would he be any different? I'm not sure. Um, we need to address the defence and we need to address central midfield. Um, ideally, this window, like, Definitely. you know, this window, we need to go and get somebody that can play central midfield. For me, that's the position. Excuse me, Ori out right back. Yes, that's a problem, but. It's out of the way more than central midfield is. Right. Not having anybody in the middle of the park that can pass yes. forward, it, you know, is a real, real problem. Um, so for me, I'd love, I'd love it if this window we can go and get somebody. You're going to say who we're going to go and get? No, I'm not. I'm saying the. I was going to say well, the, they they did that last summer. They did and Dombele and Lacelso were yeah. meant to be that central midfield pair that were the future, and it just and hasn't happened. That was always the criticism under Poch was the recruitment that we didn't buy that many players that. You know, actually, have been any good. Yeah. Um, that's been the difficulty. But having said that, I hope that there's somebody in January that we can just get a deal done. To be honest, I was really it's the sixth of January today. I was hoping that we'd have had something done by now, because it'll be classic Spurs, won't it? That we won't do anything till the end of Jan, yeah. which means it won't be till the end of Feb that that player's then ready. Yeah. At least. It's difficult then, isn't it? Um, there's yeah. a lot of free agents as well in the summer. There's a lot of players whose contracts are out. Yeah. Um, Nemanja Matic being one of them. But the, the the thing is, I'm not saying we should get him right now. He would walk into our first team. And that's the pro- Yeah. Walk would. into it, um, which is obviously the issue. It's uh, just a mess. It is a mess, but you know what? It's our mess, isn't it? Do you, it do you know mess. what I mean? Like, we've been through worse periods in some ways. I, it's the hope that kills you. If if we weren't, if VAR had not judged Aguero to be offside mm. in that quarterfinal. We'd, we'd have just been bad for the last 18 months rather than bad with a, with a massive blip which got all of our hopes up. If we'd have won that Champions League final, oh, would we be in the same situation now? I think maybe. Because we were dreadful before that and we were dreadful afterwards. I, that City game at home, the 1-0 from Sun, we played unbelievably well. We were pretty good away. I actually we were pretty bad. Both we just got lucky yeah. in the second half. Like they could have that scored City twice. That home home leg. That is how I see us when Jose has his yeah players in that style where we're gonna. You can have the ball. We're gonna sit in, come and beat us. We'll play on the break. Don't you worry. That's the style I think we're gonna don't play. Don't worry. That's a bit like when Chelsea won the Champions League. That Barcelona 
or Inter. That's why he did the Inter or when the Chelsea went away to Barcelona. And that, that has to change. Not massively. I'm, to be honest, I'm not too bothered about style of football. I'm not that. I'm not that bothered about it. Like if my team are winning and we're <coughs> scoring goals, I'm you know I'm happy if we're having less possession. Like counter attack football is pretty exciting to watch. Like yeah. people just sort of associate Josie with oh we're just going to hit it long. And we have done a lot of that since he's come in, but that's because as we've just talked about, we don't have any central. Well, we can't play um, counter attacking football because people just come to us and sit back. We can't play that against them, and that that is seventy five percent of teams that will come to us. Yeah. Literally from six downwards. But I feel like this season it's been a little bit different than that. A lot of teams this year have, have come at us and we've not been able to handle it. Like they've pressed from the front yeah. and our defence has just completely yeah. caved in. That's just because you know, they, can, they can just see. But if they know that our game plan is to be... I, I think we're moving on from that. It's interesting though, isn't it? Because you think when Leicester won that league title, from about 10 games in, everyone knew Leicester were a counter-attack side but yet they still done everyone on the break. Yeah, yeah. It's just so weird, wasn't it? You play less and you'd be like, you know that Drinkwall's going to get it, he's going to put it over the top of Vardy, so yeah. just sit deep. But yet there'd be a moment in the game yeah, yeah, where he'd yeah. get the ball in goal, and then you'd be like, oh, now, now you're losing, now you've got to push up. Well, it's yeah. funny, isn't it, football? It's, it's a funny so, old game. Well, I think Barcelona, when they were at their tiki-taka best, right, that's when the really drop deep was brought in. And then so the tiki-takas had to change, so yeah. Pep's had to change. So City, although they're really weak this year, last year were fantastic, yeah. the year before they were fantastic. I, I would love to see Barcelona, Liverpool now versus that Barcelona because, because, it, there's, because Liverpool playing on the break, they've got so much yeah. speed and skill in the box. Once you're, I mean, Busquets obviously world-class. Yeah. That team was all world-class. I think that Barca team wins that. I think it wins it, but I think it's far closer than any other team took them. Yeah. Because I think the, the energy they would have. Yeah. Well, I was actually watching at the weekend. Have you seen any of Gary Neville's soccer box? Yeah, yeah. Watching that. There's a new series out, isn't there? And he's done one with Wayne Rooney. So just, just so he sits down. He does. He watches old games where he played with or against a team member, and he talks to them about what they were doing in that. That, that, yeah. that team so he's sitting down with Wayne Rooney and, and that, that one's amazing obviously they look back at Rooney's first goal for Everton against oh, Arsenal yeah. where he puts oh, the top corner and all that remember the name and Rooney was saying that when, when he was a youngster when he was like 16, 17, 18 at Everton he'd play on a Saturday then he'd go ho- like finish yeah, the game go home and go and play over the park with his mates yeah. can you imagine, imagine that? that imagine that but they were actually talking about Neville said to him what was it like playing against that Barcelona side and Rooney just said it was horrible he said the Rome final they lost, was it 2-0? When yeah. Messi scored the header. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ro- David, oh no, David Villa was at Wembley. Was at Wembley. Yeah. Rooney said that that United team, he said, was the best team he's played in. He said they were, they just felt untouchable. He said they went into that game, he said Barcelona played them off the park. And he, he was saying that United at that time could play football, they could be aggressive, yeah, yeah. they could sit in, they could, he said we literally could do it all, could not get near Barcelona that day. Um, it would be a tasty game to see him against Liverpool, but that Barcelona team for me is the greatest club side. Let's have a look. Like, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. That's why I chose them. Absolutely ridiculous team. Ridiculous oh, the talent, team. The talent in that team was was. Unreal. But it would be a really tasty game because you just basically have Salah like Salah, up against Mane. running up against like Puyol. Yeah. Which brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. you know Puyol picking up a yellow in that game, don't you? Yeah. Um, <coughs> amazing, but. Anyway, um, so we'll see what happens, but I think we've got to remain patient. It's not going to be an easy 12 months. If we're being completely honest, the next 12 months is going to be a lot like what this season's been so far. It's going to take time. New players are going to come in. Old players are going to be shipped out. There'll be some surprises as well, because there are always really surprising results. Liverpool, I know we're going to... Well, Liverpool, we are going to get hammered. Yeah, we will. Like, I think 6-0. Oh, I don't think it'll. I don't think it will be as bad as that. One pound, they'll they'll beat. They'll score six. So I'm not even going to put a quid on it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I I don't think it will be as horrific as that. My concern is that obviously Liverpool have had a week's rest. That none of them played against Everton, did they? Well, they played yeah, the kids. Yeah. We we slugged it out against Borough for ninety minutes, and now going into that game Saturday night, I don't see us getting. I very very rarely say I don't see us getting anything. I don't even see us scoring in no. that game. Like, I no striker, no no focal point. No I nothing. just feel like that will be a, a at least a two three nil to Liverpool at least. No, I think they're going to tear through us. I, I really remember think that game at the old the AVB no, old was, White Hot Lane. That was the most nil. embarrassed I've ever been walking out of the stadium. 
but like I'm talking Bayern Munich levels of just utter because we were pretty good in that first half actually and they I still stand by this that if we were more clinical we would have won that game of football we went in losing at half time 2-1 down we lost 8 we should have been 3 or 4-1 up at half time in that game we should have been we should have been watch it we won't watch it back and look at the chances we've had Kane missed one some missed a couple Lewandowski would have put them away he would have. Yeah, uh, we lost 8-2. 100%. No, I'm not having on, that on, at on all. another day. <laughs> no, I still stand by, because Poch got killed, didn't he, after that, for his tactics. And I still stand by the fact that his tactics for the first 45 minutes were bang on. Because we murdered, we killed them in the first yeah, half yeah. and we were losing. Second half, just shocking. It was one shocking. Of those. Yeah. So Liverpool, and I think there's going to be surprising results where I think we'll beat West Ham whenever that happens. I don't know when it is, but like that's. Do you think a, Liverpool go the season unbeaten? Yeah, I really do, and I think they'll be better. Like I really do. They or they might have one stupid slip up, but I really do. It depends on their Champions League. You know, if they keep yeah. on playing their Champions League. I, I actually think that Liverpool could win everything this season. Me too. Like I. The full, I don't know who in the Champions League could beat them over two legs. I think Munich could have a really good game. Do you think? Because you need players who can take a chance. I just going to Anfield in the Champions League, even with a two-three goal lead, I'd just be like, we're not. Do you remember the game against Dortmund a few years ago yeah. in the Europa League? That's the best comeback I've ever seen. I think. Or the Barca one from last. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, 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 they come back from three goals against Barca. Origi was playing. Um, I just think I think the league for them will be done and dusted. I just I could see them league Champions League. They've got through in the FA Cup. They won't prioritise it. They won't. But you know they've got such great depth. Like also just quickly, Everton. Oh, if I was an Everton, I'd be done. Yeah. I'll be absolutely <coughs> done. Like I talked sport on before the game yesterday, and this Everton fan phoned up and said. We actually feel quite liberated, Everton fans, going into this game because everything that Liverpool could have done to us over the last few years, they've done. They've hammered us, they've beaten us around. Like they've, they've, they've done it. So nothing that they can do now will be worse than what they've already done. I think playing the kids and beating them. Playing the kids, you playing your first team and then beating them one of them. And they were comfortable. Yeah. They were, that was the thing. Like, Wildy as well, wasn't it? What a goal. What a goal. I watched it. I don't know if you saw the I game. I watched it, yeah. First 10 minutes, I thought Everton are winning this. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as Liverpool survived that, yeah. there was only going to be one winner. It was I so mean, weird about the... Well, they got knocked out of the Europa League, right? Uh, the um, uh, League Cup. Yeah, Villa beat them. But again, that's because they played the kids in that. It's so game. interesting that... So they're not going to win everything this season. No, but imagine League, Club World Cup, Champions League, Premier League. I mean, that would be a pretty... I know that the Club World Cup is not held in very high regard in, in this country. I don't know why. It's only because no one's ever won it's it. Not. United have won it, haven't they, a couple of times? Have they? Yeah. Um, but, it, but, you know, for them to sure. go to the seat, they must have done. But it's Ferguson, they won everything, didn't they? Um, so, yeah, I just think we've got to remain patient as supporters. It's going it's to be tough. It, it's what it is. If we could get anything out of that Liverpool game, that would be a massive, massive boost for us. Um, not that I can see that happening. I think we've we've got to stop. Weirdly, stop looking for those. We've got to start looking for different things. We can't look for position in the league because that's gone. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. We probably won't qualify for the Champions League next year. Do um, you think we won't next year? No. I think next year's. I mean, at the minute, it feels so far away, doesn't it? Um, oh, yeah, United won it in two thousand eight. Sorry, they did. Yeah, um, might be. <laughs> They beat it's gonna t- look, it's gonna it's gonna take time. It's gonna take signings. That's you know that's just what that's what it is. And I think when Jose has his team, if it's then still poor, then we can begin to criticise him. Because at the minute, I actually feel quite sorry for him. He looks fed up, by the way. He doesn't. He looks fed up. He's gone greyer somehow. Because you know that he'll have been saying to players, "This is what I want you to do." This is, and they're just not. not they're doing not it. doing it, and it must be infuriating as a manager. Yeah. Um, but. I, how much time on the training fields he actually had? Not a great deal because we've had so many games, haven't we? So it'll get better. You know? He said it'll take him until at least February to understand his team, to understand the players. And it's a massive rebuilding job, really. It is. And, and he's changing the team and the formation everywhere. So at the minute, he's still was like, I, don't, I can't trust anybody at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably apart from Alderweireld, he's really been the only constant, hasn't he? And Kane has yeah. been the only constant in the side. So... What, what, what we know about Mourinho teams is he likes a spine. We've always said it. Strong centre back, and we've got that in Alderweireld, like a, a leader. Yeah. We've got a striker. I, I'm a bit worried. Kane's done a Torres, and he's just knackered now. He, as in, he's gone knackered. But you know what? If it, if that is the case, it's our own fault. I'm because we've, we've overplayed. We've him. ran him into the ground for the last what three, four years without a backup. 
at any point. Yeah. Um, I know everybody says, oh, you know, we need to we need to go and get a backup striker, you know, because we can't be injured. Play. I don't know that many backup strikers that want to come to Spurs because Kane plays every game. You know, every single game. It's not as if we rest him quite frequently yeah. and someone else plays and it's like, oh, we'll get a backup. Yeah, yeah. Kane plays every game. Like, even League Cup ties, Kane starts. Like, so that, that striker that does come in, how often are they going to play? There was a time when we had, like, Crouch, Defoe, Pavlyuchenko and Bent or Berbatov or yeah, something. It was, uh, my favourite was Bent, Defoe, Keane, Berbatov. Brilliant. But everyone played 4 4 2 then, didn't they? So you, you had to have four strikers. But I mean, to have we've had one striker for it's what? bad. I um, feel sorry for the man. I'd give Laurenti a new deal. I said I'd have, give him another year, just as especially. I think the way we're playing at the minute, Laurenti would be a really effective centre forward for us. Yeah, yeah. Just lumping it, get it up there. He'll win knockdowns. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm pretty devastated. Yeah. It's really hard watching Spurs. Perspective. Always sixth or seventh in the Premier League. Ridiculous. Through in the Champions League. We're still in the hat with the FA Cup. As we proved last year in the Champions League, anything can happen in a cup competition. You've just got to, you just got to hang on in there. Yeah. Um, so you never know. You never know. The, the only bit of hope that I've got left is the other sides around us in the league are poor. Most of the teams around us could go on a five, six game losing run. Yeah, yeah. They definitely could. And that's been proven, isn't it? Chelsea, Chelsea. lost what five out of six. All of a sudden, we're right on top of them. Then we've lost a load of games there. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's my only sort of glimmer that if you can just tie a run of results together at the right time, could you nick nick fourth spot at the moment? Nine points. We're half through the season with nine points behind. A couple of games ago, we you know we, we could have gone we above. Them, definitely so nick it. It's just whether or not we're going to have the capability of tying those victories together. It's that's a mental thing. I think the crowd needs to. I, it's easy because I've only been to one game this season. The crowd need to get behind the boys more. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I always had this again, slightly controversial view of what Hot Lane. I never thought the atmosphere, the atmosphere at any Premier League ground in a bog standard Premier League game, is never going to be electric. No. It's just not the way it works. No. Like, how can you expect to go to Anfield or go to Old Trafford, go to Tottenham when they're playing Southampton at home, and it be absolutely? Yeah, yeah. But you know it. it it just it doesn't yeah. work like that. I wish it. I wish it did, but it doesn't. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the fans do need to be better, definitely. I just think that at the moment we're a side that we're quite easy to play against, especially if you come to our ground, keep the ball, frustrate the crowd. Yeah. Before you know it, you yeah. know, sixty seventy minutes has gone. And it's nil nil, and then we're all panicking. Aren't yeah, we? yeah. That's, so the it be again. That's the way it works. Yeah. But anyway. things will get better. They always do. Yeah. We could be in a lot worse position than what we are. So we've got to keep the faith. Yeah. And remember, whatever happens. Future's bright, future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football, and I always thought that football was a very important game, but I never realised until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain, and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blanche Flower, Ardelis, 
and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.